What's up, everybody? This is uh, Joey C. from Brutally Sober Podcast, holding it down in New Jersey with my man Bobby C. Bobby C., what's going on? Nothing much. I'm over here in Huntington Beach, West Coast, California. And it's a little cloudy out. I'm looking out the window right now, but it's 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 nice. It's you know I cannot I can't complain. It's about 65 out today. So we're gonna we're gonna be talking a little bit. We're gonna break down. We're gonna be breaking down. Let's just say deprogramming the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. How it works today. You know a lot of people are doing that. Uh, I, I tell you the truth. I've been doing it 37 years ago. Breaking it down. I was breaking it down in the meetings. I used to rewrite the big book right from my big book. I used to cross out words and different, put different, uh, uh, I used to do a lot of highlighting, a lot of research on it, you know, for myself. So, but everybody's into this deprogramming, uh, debunking the myths and, and the, the, the false truths about some things in Alcoholics Anonymous. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Yeah, um, I'm... I haven't been to a meeting in uh, over a year. I'm going to go back when they start opening up again and I don't have to wear a mask in the basement. And I, we talked that we were going to be going over how it works in the big book. We're basically going to be doing a little big book study right now is what really what we're doing. Um, but I had to read it because I had, if you ask me what, how it works, uh, if you asked me to explain it, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to explain it. I had to go into the book and, and read it. And then it all came flooding back to me about the, you know, about what, what, what it's all about. But, um, I actually, when I actually, when I took a, a good look at this and I actually, you know, took some notes, I actually enjoyed, um, breaking this down. Um, I, I like almost everything it, it says. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just read the first paragraph real quick. All right. Go ahead. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually, men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. The chances are less than average. There are those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Um, this is so freaking long to read in the, in the meetings. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's torturous. Um, but the first thing I wanted to point out is um, we rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Well, I mean, back in the, back in the day, what else are you going to, what else were you going to do to, to try and stop drinking? I mean, this was the only thing around that I know of. I don't know the history, maybe like you do, but what, I don't know where else you would have gone to get help if you wanted to get help other than AA or writing people letters back and forth or, or, or whatnot. Um, it just, there were no other options back then. So I can understand why they, why they said that. Um, and then they, and then, and then they're, they're trying to say, you got to be honest with yourself. And I, it says, it says there are such unfortunates. And I always thought that that was such a douche thing to say, you know, is it's like, what, it's like, Hey, who's that guy in the corner? Oh, that's Larry. He's, uh, 
he's one of the unfortunates, you know? <laughs> right, like, right. It was like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> like, this guy's a douche right in this book right now. You know, but basically, <laughs> I, what, I think what that paragraph is trying to say is you gotta be, you gotta be honest and you, and I think you can, you, you can be honest, but that doesn't mean you want to change. That's what I got from that whole paragraph right there. Cool, that's good. I, I, I like that. I enjoy that. Uh, let's just to to the to the audience, to the viewers, audience. You know, like we're some big movie stars or some shit. But to the viewers, if somebody ever listens to this, you know, we're we're just two average Joes, man. I call it Joes, two average Bobbies. You know, uh, we're just we're we're just shouting this stuff out. You know, we didn't write no books. I don't intend to write any books, even though we both could. It's no problem. I don't have a program. I don't think Joey has, you know, he's creating his own program, but actually we are, I believe we are creating our own program all along. You know, I believe what we're doing right here is our own deal. This is our own program. Well, getting back to, you know, how, how it works here. I, let's just say I left the Alcoholics Anonymous about five years ago, totally stopped completely one. And I, I, I started in 1984. So, you know, I've been in this recovery, addiction, whatever you want to label it, deal for about 35 years. And I'm just ex I'm just sharing some experience, good, bad, and everything in between. I'm not telling everybody to leave alcoholics and not stay there. If you want to stay there, stay there. Uh, I'm not, you know, if you're ready to leave, then listen, maybe something could help you. Or if you left already, this could help you too. Joey's it in it and he's going to go back to the meetings and that, that's great so even when he goes back to the meetings we're going to still have some type of communication back and forth so you're going to get two perspectives you know and uh this this is the cool thing about just two regular guys or two regular women or women and men or whatever you want to call us getting together and just shooting some shit about this stuff that we we kind of you know we're, we're uncovering recovering and discovering you know our truth Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. That that that's that's bullshit in itself because I know a lot of people that say they followed the path and they went out drinking, and then as soon as they went out drinking or drugging, they always blame it on what they didn't do, the step, or the book. You know, oh, they always got an excuse why they used they drank or drugged because they 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 could blame it on the book. I I, I screwed up. I didn't do it right. You know, uh, and. I'm, each each sentence I'm going to break down because I got so much experience with this shit. I heard so many stories over and over so long that they can't they can't pull the rug over my eyes anymore. Uh -huh. you know? Th those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. First of all, Joe Joe, Joe said said it all in his statement what he was talking before I was talking he said the whole thing completely give themselves over to first of all it's not a simple program this damn thing the steps will give you a the steps will mind fuck you you know what I mean don't mind fuck you the steps will drive you crazy before they before they get you sober you know so it's not a simple program usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves like you said, how in the hell are they going to know who's unconstitutional? Wait till we get further into it because there are such unfortunates, they're not at fault. They seem to be in the born that way. 
I'm born because I don't get the program. I'm born that way, right? Because I don't I don't buy all the stuff that they're selling me. Uh, I'm I'm unconstitutionally uh, incapable of being honest with myself. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. There are those too who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover from the they have the capacity. In other words, the mentally, uh, the mentally sick and, and the mentally uh, it, naturally capable, what, what is, where's it Grave emotional disorder people, they can do it. But somebody that, that really doesn't want to buy into the notions, they're incapable, you know? So they're, they're, like, they're like saying, I'm once level below insane you know well aren't they saying the people that suffer from grave emotional mental disorders uh their chance their chances are less though there are those two who suffer from grave emotional mental disorders but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest oh okay yeah right i i got you um yeah see i every, every time i read the sentence i i, I uh, I'm, I'm thinking of something different but uh the I mean, everybody, whatever you want to blame it on, everybody, everybody that's reading this or is probably watching this video, actually everybody in the world has, is, is suffering from some kind of mental illness or emotional disturbance or whatever. And most likely if you're reading these words, it's because uh, that's, that's why you drank alcohol or it's a result of becoming addicted to alcohol or drugs or whatever. Everyone's got, everyone's got emotional mental disorders. There's not one person that doesn't have it. Yeah, you wanna go and read some more? Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I'm gonna read the next paragraph. Our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened and what we are like now. If you have decided you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps. Um, I, uh, I always laugh at that saying, you know, when you're trying to pick your sponsor, oh, well, when you pick your sponsor, you got to pick someone that they, that, that, that has what you want. And uh, this says, I don't know, we're to get any, anything, then you are, uh, our story just closed in general, what we used to be like, what happened and what we were like now, if you have decided you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready to take a certain step. There's like, out of, I can go to 10 meetings and there could be like 50 people in each meeting and there could be like two people out of all those meetings and people that I go to that actually look like they have some resemblance of what I might want to achieve to be, you know, and it's not, I mean, that's not different from the general population, uh, I think, but, but I mean, everyone in AA, no one in AA knows what the hell they're doing. And no one in AA um, follows a perfect program for, follows this the way it says you're supposed to, or the guy sitting next to you says you're, you're supposed to follow it. I, no one knows what the hell they're doing. And it's just, the, the reason I, I go, like I'll say, I'll say it again is because you've got a good chance of someone opening up and sharing, uh, the kind of like we're doing right now. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, getting back to, you know, I that that first big paragraph, I could I could stay on that for, forever with this uh, thoroughly followed our path. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. So I'm I'm kind of tying on what you just said about, you know, we're not knocking members here. We're, we're just trying to be as honest as we can. I, I I'm debunking and and uh, demystifying the, the, the triangle, the program, the pyramid, the multi-billion dollar uh, pyramid of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm not knocking the members and Joey isn't either. We're talking honestly about what we observe in the meetings. <clears throat> but I hung around with all my, you know, back in them days, all my friends were, were not Alcoholics Anonymous, okay? So we go into the meeting and we talk all this shit and we pr praise the, this and talk about that and repeat this and say how great we are and we're doing this and we're doing that and we're on a five-step, fifth-step and we're doing two-step and three-step and, you know, we're doing all these steps and, and uh, working the traditions and going to big book meetings and all this stuff. And then I go out with my buddies and they're talking shit that you would think that they, they just left the bar, you know what I mean? You're, you're, they're doing shit that is is uh, uh completely against what all this stuff is is saying. So I'm seeing both the real the real mask when the mask comes off and the real person comes outside into the, the world. You know, a lot of it is just a facade. It's like until you church. That's right. It's like a facade. So you take put the mask on when you go in a meeting. You take it off when you go. You know. I, there are many people, I'll tell you what, there, there's many people that are living great lives, that, that, but they would have, I don't care what program they were in or where they went, they would have been living that type of pro, uh, type of life anyhow, they, it, to, because they're improving their lives. I hung with a lot of people that were great people, beautiful family members, great uh, to their wives, great to society. They're just beautiful people. And I don't even attribute that to Alcoholics Anonymous, I just attribute that to wanting them to grow. They, they wanted to grow, learn, and uncover and recover different things about themselves, you know, and about the world. And I don't, I don't really, I don't really think I, I could give that much credit to Alcoholics Anonymous for, for some of them people that, that are doing this, you know, like that good, you know, the real good, the goodness in their, in their lives. I'm going to read the third paragraph. Um, hey, you know what I wanted to say earlier uh, about this, actually about this whole, probably the whole, to sum up the whole thing. Um, a, a lot, a lot of the, the program has to do with being honest. I think that's the most important part of it because um, it's so easy to BS yourself and, and, and other people. And if you, I think that they say you got to be honest, open, and willing. And I agree with a lot of that, but the honesty is, is the biggest part. And um, you, you, can, you can be honest, you can be honest with yourself and not want to change because I was honest with myself for, for years about my drinking problem, but I, I didn't care to change. I didn't care to do anything about it, you know? Um, but, but once you make the decision that you want to change, honesty is a requirement for that. You have to be honest with yourself if, if you want to change. And I think a lot of what these paragraphs are saying 
how I read it is talking a lot about honesty. Um, this third paragraph says, at some of these we balked. We thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. With all the earnestness at our command, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. Some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was nil until we let go. Absolutely. Um, what, are, what are we letting go of? I don't, I don't really, I couldn't, I can't, ex, I can't explain what I let go of, but you letting go what you're letting go of whatever it is that's preventing you from moving forward. Um, and you, you're being, you're being open and honest, like I said, and that, that's going to enable you being, being honest is going to be enable you to, to be open to hearing other people's opinions and, and things like that. But there's a, that's a dangerous fence you're walking on because you have to allow yourself to be honest and open to, to other people's, you know, in, information, but you can, you can be honest and open, or you can be easily influenced. You know, you gotta, you gotta walk that straight line. You know what I mean? It's like some, some people have a hard time doing that. You know what I mean? I consider myself an independent thinker and I'm always trying to be conscious of that. So I try and be open and I try and also stay on, on, on guard and filter the information as I feel like I need to. That's why I was completely open when I got in and I still am, but I'm, but I also, at the same time have created a filter to, and I, and I use it accordingly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, they tell you don't judge, don't take anybody's inventory. That's all bullshit. I got to judge people. I judge people yeah. in situations. I got to take people's inventory to see if I, you know, if I'm going to, like you said, if I'm going to filter some stuff out of them, you know, when I start hanging around with people, then I find the true person, you know, when the real mask comes off and I hang with them and I hang with them. I don't care if they do some goofy shit they're, they're doing to, you know, some of them are divorcing their wives and for some stupid reason or cheating on their wives and doing uh this and that and being dishonest and or I'm not going to judge him outside the meeting. I mean, I'm going to judge him outside the meeting and inside the meeting. And you, you were talking about filter, the filter of, see what I'm doing and you're doing, I feel we're being honest. You know, I'm, I'm being honest about what I observe. Like you were talking about the filter. I observe these things and I'm being honest what I observe, you know? So it talks about, you know, in a certain type of brainwashing mechanisms, they talk about coercive, coercive persuasion. And that's what you're talking about, coercive persuasion. A systematic effort to persuade non-believers to accept certain allegiance, commands, or doctrine about a society. You know, so, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm careful about because it, it says... At some of these, we balked. We thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. In other words, you got to you got to buy this a hundred percent. You know, you you better buy all this a hundred percent, lest you're going to try to do it an easier, softer way. And it's not going to be our way. You got to start doing it our way, lest you're going to die. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, 
so I got I got to be careful with that stuff, you know. When it says uh, with all the earnestness at our our command, we beg of you, you know, we beg of you, please uh, do it this way. Uh, be fearless and thorough from the very start, you know, from the very start. As soon as you come in, you got to be listen, take suggestions. They're not suggestions; they're commands. Uh, uh, some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was no, we let ha have to let go absolutely. Some of our old ideas, some of our, you know, we come in Alcoholics Anonymous wanting to stop drinking. You know, they tell us don't think, don't drink, go to meetings. Mm -hmm. They put the think, think, think sign upside down. They don't want me to think. They want me to erase everything that I, about myself and and they want me to conform to everything about their self, which I mean the doctrine uh, of Alcoholics Anonymous. That in itself is a cult-like uh, mentality. Uh, you know, I, I, I stayed in, and, but I always kind of like was like, I don't buy this. You know, even from the beginning, I don't, just like you're doing, just like you're doing it, I don't buy it. But I stayed in for many, many years. Uh, you know, well, I don't. I don't go for this stuff. Stuff. I didn't go to a. I didn't do a, a start a step meeting for a year. I didn't go to one for one whole year. Stayed sober, hung with my buddies, went to AA for for a year. Didn't even look at a step book. I stayed sober. So right there, it proved to me that this ain't real. Something's not right about this because I would be drinking. Okay. Right. Uh, I didn't go to. I didn't go to big book meetings for a long time because I didn't. I thought the big book uh, thumpers were just like the Christian based religion. And I found out that that was true. You know what I mean? That, that you know, that was true. But um, I always, I did go to big book meetings though, you know, to break it down. I went to, I went more to break it down to find out stuff about right. which wasn't true right. than what was true, Yeah. you know? So well, what do we got now? Oh, and letting it go. Let me tell you something. They think they're going to come in. They're going to go into a rehab. They're going to learn all 12 steps. They're going to come in the Alcoholics Anonymous, get a sponsor and go through the 12 steps and be free of all this shit. Let me tell you something. There's people that go to therapy for 10 years and still don't uncover nothing with a professional. Okay. So you're going to go get with a sponsor that's got six months sober and he's going to un unravel all the inner trauma and all the, all the stuff that's been stored in your, you know, like Eckhart Tolle talks about pain body and all this stuff that's in your body and in your psyche, and you're going to release it and let it all go. This is what I found out about letting go of anything. It takes a long time. It's a practice. Yeah. A practice of letting go. Right. I can let go of it. I can let go of things like that today. You know what I mean? That's, because I practiced it for many, 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 many years. Okay? I think you're going to come in. Yeah. So go ahead, Joe. Um, oh, I wanted to backtrack a little bit on what you said about the, the thinking. What do they say? Don't think in this and that. And your best thinking got you here. Well, no, actually, it didn't. My worst thinking got me here because I was addicted to alcohol. Uh, now that I'm not, uh, I'm here and I'm actually, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you don't drink for a couple weeks or something like that. And you're not jonesing anymore. You, you can think, okay. For my whole life, I was either thinking about wanting to drink or I was already drinking. So yeah, 
that was not good thinking. But now that I'm free from that, okay, yeah, I can think, I can make decisions for myself. I can tell that this guy is not someone I want to be hanging out with. This guy may be someone who I, I, want to, I want to listen to. This in the big book is something that I think is total crap. And this in the big book, I think I'm going to uh, follow for the rest of my life. I can think clearly now because I'm not thinking about trying to get drunk or because I'm already drunk. Like I just, I hate when, I hate when they say that. Anyway, I'm going to read the next paragraph. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. I'm going to read that. I'm going to read the rest of it. Half measures of us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care with complete abandon. And then it goes to the steps uh, from there. Now, there was one who has all power. That one is God. I don't even want to, I don't even want to touch the, the God thing with a 10 foot pole. I think that God is a word that everyone is scared of. I think the word God in AA scares a lot of people that might benefit from AA. Um, may you find now the, I think the, the word God has turned into something that nobody wants to hear, even though they experience it every, every day, because I think God is, I mean, cause this is what I think. I think God is when you're clear and you can hear uh, the, what's going on in your head and you can, you can, you can, you can feel and you can hear what's going inside of you because you're being honest with yourself. It directs you where to go. And that direction is, is God. However you want to, ex, however you want to ex, explain it. You can't, you can't explain what God is. God is, I, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what God is, but the word God, it just, I think it just scares too many people away. Um, I think God is just listening to yourself and being honest with yourself. Uh, you're, you, I think you, you are under the care of yourself, not God. You're under the care of yourself and you're open and you're letting go, continuously letting go of whatever it is that's holding you back. Yeah. Uh, remember that we deal with alcohol cunning baffling and powerful that 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 in itself it's cunning baffling and powerful uh, you know some people say there's a lot of models and a lot of uh, modalities and all that say that alcohol has no power look take three shots of whiskey and tell me tell me it doesn't have power okay it's got a alcohol is a spirit it's it's a, it's a drug Take three shots of whiskey and tell me it doesn't have power. It's got power over me because it kind of controls me once it's inside of me, okay? But it, it, some people won't agree with that, but I like to see them drink, drink a half a bottle of booze and see what type of effect they get. Everything's a cause and effect and a consequence of the effect and the consequences of drinking uh, straight booze. You, you get kind of stupid and, and you, your thinking gets impaired and you start doing shit 
that you wouldn't be doing drugs or alcohol. We're talking drugs or alcohol here. We ain't just talking alcohol. It affects you. So it has a mind. It has like a mind because it's called a spirit. That's why they call it a spirit. It's, it's the body eating uh, entity that is no good for the body, really. Okay. Um, you know, I, if you want to moderate drinking, hey, when I talk about on a lot of my other podcasts, I talk about, I'm not down in alcohol. You're free to do whatever you want to do. Drug or drink. I don't care. It doesn't matter. To, not that I don't care, but, you know, that's your choice. But I, I look at the alcohol industry. That's what I, I look at the pharmaceutical industry. I look at the structures, the pyramids, the, the uh, oligarchs. The, I, I look at the pyramid of a Alcoholics Anonymous, why it was designed, how it was designed. So I take a different look. But with, without help, it is all too much for us. But there is one, there is one who has all power. That one is God. Let me tell you something. When, when Alcoholics Anonymous says God, they're saying AA. They're saying AA, the care of AA. Because even, we're going to get into the, uh, the, the steps in our next episode probably. And it talks about made a decision to turn our will and, and our lives our will, our whole will, and our lives over to the care of God. Now, they mean over to the care of Alcoholics Anonymous. That's what they mean. That's, that's just a little, that's a little con game to get you to believing everything about Alcoholics Anonymous. As we understood him, that's, you know, him. How in the hell do you know God's a him? You know what I mean? As we understood him. How can you, un like, Joe's just saying, he don't understand, he can't understand it, you know, uh, over to the care, the care, they're going to try to take my will, my life, and my care. Hang on a second. I told you not to monologue in the middle of the day. All right. Yeah, give, them, give them hell. They're mowing the lawn while we're doing a podcast. That's bullshit. Bull, bull crap. It's the middle of Saturday afternoon. People don't have any respect. No respect at all. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're right in the middle. No, of I'm done. No, I was done. It, 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 that God stuff in, in Alcoholics Anonymous. Here, look. Let me let me see something here. Okay, 140. Uh, let's see. Let me get the 140. 146. 140. Vision for you. I'm going I'm to break this uh, video up into a couple... I'm going to slice this video up a couple times and and we'll, I'll make it into a couple of different videos. Why? How much time are we into it? Oh, we're probably like, well, I think we're, we're pushing a half hour. Oh, okay. So that's a I'll, shame. We, that's a shame. We couldn't have did this segment. Okay. We're still on now. We're still live. Yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the, the big book is only what? 140, 146 pages. How many pages is it? It's really not that big. You know, the rest is just stories. It's yeah. only there. 85 years, 85 years ago, oh, 164 pages yet. What the hell am I thinking? Okay, 84 pages. That's it right there. That little, and they're gonna they're gonna heal you with that. And the rest is just stories. They're gonna heal you with that. 85-year-old antiquated uh pseudo mythology uh on one one design one person's design and 
And I believe totally, I believe Bill W. did not design this thing. People, people were fooled and thinking that Bill, Bill W. was smart enough to create the, one of the biggest scam pyramids in the whole world. Get out of here. Because on one of our podcasts, we're going to be talking about uh, pass it on. And then pass it on, you're going to see all where, how Rockefeller, uh, what part he played in, and Frank Amos. We're going to go down a rabbit hole next, you know, not the next one, but. Uh, well, I'll have to read that book then before we do that. Yeah, you can read. You can read it. Yeah, pass it on. Get it. All right. So um, let's let's wrap it up. I'm going to cut this. Uh, this will be the second uh, half of the video. You you'll be. Listening. I would go with the whole thing. I wouldn't cut it. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Go with this because it's not. It's not that long. They could cut it off anytime they want. They want. Hey, if you guys want to hit pause, hit pause button. All right. Jesus, you got to let me do everything. Yeah, and if you don't want to listen to the rest of the half, then shut it down or listen to it tomorrow or whatever you want to do. Shut we're not down. here to, we're, yeah, look, I, I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do. I'm not here to tell you anything. You do whatever you want to do. That's that's what I believe, the power of choice, uh, the freedom to without labels. Me, We're going to get into no label stuff too, you know, me and Joe. So stay tuned for some of the other podcasts coming up. And uh, Joe, Joe's got some stuff. He's probably got to go to Home Depot. He's all, he lives at Home Depot and shop. <laughs> he lives at Home Depot and shop and stop. If you listen to Brute Sober, Brute Sober, Brutally Sober. And he's going to put this out anytime he wants. So you could press uh, unrecord anytime you want, Joe. Sign out. Uh, I tell you what, I'm trying to get sponsored by Stop and Shop and Home Depot. They're not returning any of my emails. But I'm not going to Home Depot today. I'm going to my parents tonight. I'm celebrating my 40th birthday. My birthday's on Wednesday. I'm going to be the big four zero. All right. Wow. Happy birthday, my man. So sober at 40. And um, yeah, anything I say in, in my podcast, brutally sober podcast, the anchor FM. All right. Um, and, and here I, I could change my mind tomorrow because I have to stuff that comes out of my mouth. I don't know. It's about to come out of my mouth and uh, it's what I'm feeling right now. The majority of what I say is what I've, 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 I've thought about probably for a decent amount of time. And it's actually what I think, but also a lot of it, I could, I, I could change my mind tomorrow based on what somebody else says. Okay. And I, um, I think it's great that me and you could have a conversation uh, about AA and have um, similar outlooks on it and a lot of, of different opinions on it. And uh, I think it's just great that me and you could have a cool conversation about that. And I hope other people can appreciate that too. Right I don't on, think it happens a lot. Right on. All right, Joe and I, this is Bobby C from Anonymous Addictions at My Truth About AA private group check us out on facebook twitter and anchor also so joe we'll see you later stay stay on i want to talk just chat with you after the recording all right joey c signing off